Greetings, listeners. This is Termination Shock. Hello, this is Greg Stolze. This is Jose Garcia. And I'm Lachlan Sedarshan. All right, um... So I promised the players off the air that I was going to give them a GM ultimatum when we started recording. And what that is, is that in the session I've planned for today, one entirely plausible outcome is that they commit the cardinal gaming sin of splitting up the party. Okay. Uh, (laughs) Specifically, in the last session... uh, Stanley promised that he would go with Ben on this uh, strike-it-rich mining expedition, and Henry Mm -hmm. promised his old boss, Esmeralda, that he would stick around the station and work in the hospital with her. And so, if you guys want to have a session where the brothers are apart, that's okay, but that means that at towards the end of this of this session, you need to have them fight each other. You know, a big bro breakup <laughs> argument where you know one of them's like, eh, "Well, fine, I'm just gonna go off and mine. Well, fine, I'm just going to stay here and, and doctor." And so That's, there it is. Uh, okay. Just in in the overall arc, I'm like, yes, that could work. Uh huh. So, okay, um, who wants to do the, the wrap-up from last time, or the previous? So what's, the, what's the other half of that, though? Because it's an ultimatum, so there's that, or, like, what's the... Oh, if you don't do that, then I will just presume that you guys will stick together, and, you know, that I won't have to write a session that bifurcates... Okay. What are your feelings on that, Jose? I know that obviously it is a cardinal sin to split the party, but, you know, a couple of things. One, there are only two of us, so it's a lot easier to adjudicate. Um, Two, we did this one other time when you went to go and rescue um, Jeanette from her garage that was getting bombed out. And what Greg had done was he had deputized me to control Jeanette in that scene so that I was like Henry wasn't there. But, um, you know, I wasn't just sitting with my thumb up my ass, and I thought that was pretty clever. So if we did the split the party thing, is that something that's that's an option? Or I think that's an option. I, also I thought that was pretty fun. I also want to see the brothers fight. Okay, yeah, we can do it if you want. <laughs> like, I'm going to be straight up with you. I think like that would be a really cool it. thing. They've I, been pretty I think that that's together. funny, too. Yeah, they've been pretty together and linked up this whole time. I kind of want to see how how the splitting off, you know, I kind of want to see where that goes, to be well, perfectly okay. honest. Keep it, keep it in mind as a It'll be a temporary thing, though, right? Of course. Okay. You know, I, I'm, I'm borrowing from the structure of Frasier, which was clearly yeah, such Yeah, because, I mean, a, that's, a very, that's a very sitcom thing to, like say I'm never speaking to you again for no goddamn reason and then forget about it by next week. I think that's hilarious. Um, So, yeah, if you're into that, Jose, that's cool. I just didn't want you to feel like your back was against the wall. No, that's fine. All right, I think that sounds fun. You know, and it's not that you guys have to do that, but 
if you're going to have the split off, that's you know that that's the uh, the condition I'm putting on it. You may get through the session. And you're like, oh no way am I, no way am I going off anywhere without him. He's the only one I can trust. So, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll, we'll see where it goes through play. I think that sounds fun though. All right. Yeah. So who wants to uh, sum up the last session? I think I did it last week. You can do it, Jose. All right. Yeah. Let me give it. Yeah. I'll give it a shot. Okay. So last time we got to we got to go a little bit deeper into the uh the respective characters of uh of the burrows and uh we learned that uh we learned that henry had dropped out of medical school uh thanks to uh, i believe it was a uh a shipping uh event that went wrong is that is that right lachlan yeah it was something like that what i think that we had worked out was you know there was a time sensitive thing like you, we could only pick up the goose like at this specific point and then you know one of the components failed or something so we had to we had to deal with that for a while and then we decided hey we like this whole itinerant thing a lot better right so we got to learn that because he uh because while being treated in the hospital, he reunited with his old boss. Uh, I believe her name was what was it again? It was uh, you just Esmeralda said it. Esmeralda something. Thank you, yeah. Esmeralda. So, and she really, really wants uh, she really, really wants Henry to get back into back into the medical business, especially now when there's not too many doctors and not too many human doctors. Right. Uh, on the Stanley side of things. Uh, Stanley had a nice chat with an alien about the differences between sex and gender. And uh, just kind of on a personal side note, I hope, although we'll, well, I guess I'll know by the time the episode comes out, I hope I didn't inadvertently offend or do anything. I, I wanted to present, you know, I wanted to present Stanley as a buffoon, but not an ignorant or a hateful buffoon. And I hope. Yeah, no, as, as an expert that. in this area, you totally did a fine job. I wouldn't worry about it, honestly. Well, all right. Any, but anyways, as, um, as with all the goofy accents I use, these are all just you know. This is a result of characters. You know, it's all in character and in the future. So, if if like I was mad about the Indian voice you were doing, Greg, I would tell you about it. So you're okay. you're good. You're fine. <laughs> it's uh, you know it's inspired by uh, you know a friend of mine. So which which of course clearly makes it okay, right? <laughs> Um, and then, uh, yeah, and then, uh, then the brothers reunited and, uh, they had to break it to, uh, to break it to Fritzl's daughter and her name, who escapes me right now, because of course it does. And, yes. Um, we had to break the news to her that we don't know that the last time we saw her father, he did not want to get on board the killing blade of pure affection. And... He may or may not be on the planet. He could be. Uh, we kind of thought, oh, maybe he's like Pack and decided to go off the grid to get back at those alien jerks. <laughs> but um, but for but uh, obviously, and then we learned that she maybe doesn't doesn't hate us like maybe we thought. Uh, you know, maybe there was one of those childhood misunderstandings. Um. She's just, maybe she's friendly, but just really off-putting. Exactly. And um, is there anything I missed, Lachlan? I believe that's. I, I think that's, that that was the uh, that was the high points. There was that, and then um, we had I think touched in passing 
on Green Teeth. Like I had asked Esmeralda about what their deal was, and um, Greg, I think you had said, "Hey, we'll sort of deal with that a little bit more." next time i had seen that you were crowdsourcing some fun stuff to do with the new metal that we had discovered but i tabbed away from that thread instantly because i don't want to i don't want to metagame and i didn't want to give you suggestions about like weird shit to do to my guy it seems a little bit a little bit twisty a little bit weird so um you know, I'm looking forward to whatever you 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 need to pay more attention on Twitter, bro. Um, well, no, I've got the the Twitter algorithm blocks many Twitters from my site, and I can't seem to fix the dang thing. Ooh. Oh yeah, it's it's kind of difficult. Um, but yeah, so I just I, I happen to see that, so I'm sure that uh, whatever it is that you've come up with, there'll be some fun stuff at play there. Well, it's it was mostly just options because I'm like I'm sure that there is all kinds of non-obvious stuff you could do with 100% invisible aluminum that, uh, you know, it's the uh, the argument that, you know, you could create an, a fascinating D&D game if you just gave engineers the parameters of the spells and said, this is what magic can do. What is the non-obvious application of being able to do this stuff? And that, you know, you hear these stories of, you know, engineers who are just like, oh, yeah, well, you know, if you had magic missile, you could have free energy pretty quick or something, uh, you know, ridiculous like that. And, you know, like, well, if fireball is only a third level spell, how come they don't have railroads powered by fireball spells running all over the kingdom? They do. It's called Eberron. Well, yeah, there you go. And so I'm like, all right. So I, I, I asked people, what would you do with... Uh, and I found out that I was incorrect about the refractive index. That yeah, it's one and not zero. It's, one and it's not like zero. Easy to that flip it around. Well, and that a zero refractive index or a negative refractive index material stuff gets really weird. That's like Vanta Black, right? Like you can't see it or whatever. Vanta Black, I think, is something else. Where or is it, it like dark matter? Where it like absorbs the light or it absorbs all light that hits it. That's the Vanta Black. Yeah. Right. So, um, the other things, uh, that happened was a brief visit to BU to check right. in yes. on, uh, Chai Lai, who uh, seems to be, you know, eh, kind of up and down. Not terrible. Not, Not terrible. Oh, right. Yeah. Speaking of BU, um, I had gotten like a graft, like, like she has, uh, yeah, well, no, it was, uh, it was Chai Lai who has the whole arm. Excuse me, Chai Lai's thing, yeah. The whole arm that's grafted, and yeah, you now have So I, I had parts. been interested in finding out if there had been some kind of, like, man with the golden arm type figure who had uh, been, like, the progenitor for everybody who gets, like, a replacement bit, so. Well, actually, way, way back cool. when I was first working on this, I wrote a <laughs> short story about the the first guy to ever meet the Preds. And uh, oh. so my presumption is that they scanned him down to a molecular level and they're like, okay, yeah, this is a, this is a human body. And if anything goes wrong with a human body or a parts missing, just replace it with one off this template. Mm-hmm. And so he's the, the default human in the medical computer and that they don't have, a bunch of other scans, especially when they were invading Mars and everything was kind of up in the air and, and very ad hoc. So 
when they had this poor girl who had lost her forearm, they're like, oh, we'll, we'll just medically 3D print her a new forearm off the template. And so she got one scaled to her size, but it is proportioned and uh, colored like this 36-year-old guy whose, whose skin yeah. tone doesn't match hers. Well, that's cool. If you ever dig that short story out of your like binder full of women, I'd love to look that up. <laughs> uh, yeah, I will. I should send you guys the two stories I wrote for this. Um, you know, if, if you're comfortable, don't be. Oh no, impression. no, they're I they're, know they're pretty good. You guys are in this project, so uh, yeah. Check on on uh, Chai Lai, and in the background, the first human to be born uh, outside of the solar system was born and named Jethro. I remember that. Yes. <clears throat> the other important part what is it, uh, that I forgot. We're, so this is the perfect time for the brothers to fight. We may or may not be involved in an upcoming political debate. Yes, we, you, guys, you guys decided you wanted to be the moderators for that. This sort of nose in because we're PCs. We have to be like involved in important goings on without having to be candidates because that would be a little bit disruptive because we'd need to like be around and approve zoning. <laughs> And such. So also I feel like that's good middle ground. It's Frasier, not Veep. So yeah. Well, you know, if you guys had opted for that, the way to to <laughs> run that is just that. Okay, yeah, you guys are now the sheriff in town, and any problem that anyone else doesn't want to deal with ends up on your desk, and any problem that people do want to deal with ends up on your desk after they try and deal with it and make it worse. So that would have been totally functional, but. It's equally fine to just have you guys be sort of uh, boondocks Machiavels. Mm. So, um, the plan was that you guys were going to set up the debate between the three candidates who are mm -hmm. Apo, the sort of humanocentric ingrate, Greta, mm -hmm. the law and order candidate, and uh, Aruna, the 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 visitors are our friends candidate. Yes. Okay. I for one welcome our aunt over lords. There it is. So some things to consider. Mm -hmm. What debate questions are you guys gonna ask? Oh wait, we come up with the questions. That's well, great. Okay, know, they, awesome. Think about it. Think about that. Um, think about. Are you, you know, how, how politically corrupt are you going to be? Are you going to give the debate questions <laughs> to Aruna and Greta or one or the other ahead of time and say, oh, yeah, oops, you, you shouldn't be recording these and these. Um, oh, let me, let me find the other, yeah, or this later. one, uh, you know, just to deny them to Apo or are you going to run it on the straight and narrow or do you have any other tricks that you have in mind to railroad Apo out of the debate. Okay. Hmm. That's, that's interesting. Um, yeah. What is it that is actually like um, a pressing concern right now? Because I know that a whole lot of the um, serious things had been more or less worked out, like the whole um, – replication of food and water type thing had been set aside they'd figured out that people needed like furniture and such um so as far as like creature comforts had gone that had been less of an issue 
people aren't fighting for basic resources anymore. So, like, what what is it that people are whipped up about currently besides like soap and coffee and whatnot? Because I know that there there had been like a um, a move away from the whole monopoly of blueprint type things with like minor luxuries. But yeah. is that what he's all whipped out about, or is it just more general things about? distrusting the Preds, or is it some kind of third thing that we don't know about? There doesn't seem to be anything you don't know about. People are aware that in 30 days, they're going to get cut off. Um, You know, the the five kilograms of matter allocations are going to go away. What happens in 30 days? Do you remember this, Jose? Um, I can't say I do. Um... Not off the top of my head. Um, ah, so you could you could talk to your buddy Hong about that if you wanted. The, he's that's the right. Yeah. who hands out everyone their matter. Hmm, maybe they're like running low or something. You don't know. Is that going to be your first thing? Talk to Hong. Get the you know, yeah. Find out what's going on on Probably the street? A good idea. Yeah. All right. Let's see. How's Hong feeling today? So you gonna head on down. The the thing has become. It, it was that people would go get their their allo their allocation just first thing in the morning. Uh, that that first morning there was a huge line, and so now people have figured out that it doesn't go bad if they don't wait for it. So, given that you're in the dark of space, there's no sunrise or sunset to set your clocks by. Everyone is kind of going on their own schedule and picking up their matter when when they happen to be walking by that, that corner. So, yeah, you don't even know if, if Hong is going to be working or if it's going to be somebody else. Hmm. Uh, it's worth a shot. He's going to try to sure. see who's there. And, uh, and if it's Hong, cool. If it's not, you know, just have to be a little less, uh, just have to put on the charms a little bit more. All right. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll give you the, I'll give you the mulligan. It's, Hong's there. He looks pleased to see you guys. Uh, says, what What happened? I heard all this stuff about Henry getting beat up by a robot or, or some kind of fungal infection that gained sentience? Or, you know, you, you look okay now. Was this all just a, just a rumor or what's going on? I wish that it were so. Unfortunately, there was a uh, <clears throat> misunderstanding with one of our uh, boarders, and uh, well, unfortunately, we weren't able to solve it peacefully. The uh, onboard law enforcement showed up, and uh, regrettably, the thing was killed. I'm not sure what exactly the cause of our uh, conflict was, but... Um, I wish that it had shaken out differently. I'm not seriously hurt. Uh, Esmeralda was able to um, patch me up. Oh, wow. Oh, the, so those bell things aren't supposed to be enforcing laws on people. You know, that was a, that was a big thing uh, that, that the, the, the sleeves and the scabs were kind of going on and on about is that uh, th- those... Apparently, you pay a fee to have those things, those those Bell RoboCop things, flying around your section keeping order. And because we haven't paid, 
they shouldn't be here, but I guess they felt that the that that thing that was in your place was had been was wanted in another sector for something real bad. So I don't know, man. That's crazy. I'm glad I'm glad you're okay. I wish I would have known a little bit more about those bells before one of them tried to take a swing at me. Eesh, oh yeah. well. If uh, somebody is uh, deputizing them to influence uh, human events, I feel like that's something that should be uh, public knowledge. Do you know who it is that holds the account with the bells? Uh, no, they're, they're some kind of autonomous corporation. I see. So, yeah, you know, nobody here is paying them. I suppose that uh. could be one of the. That could actually be one of the things we could definitely bring up at the debate, I suppose. Yeah, uh, and be like, hey, what do you guys think about this? <laughs> what do you think about laser armed autonomous robots coming into our homes and shooting things? Pro? Yeah, fun. that's. <laughs> I, for one, as long as the bells wear body cameras. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right. Um, that might be one to think about. So that that seems to provide a uh, a segue into asking him about you know politics and telling him. Mm-hmm. So yeah, are you and you have not yet talked to any candidate about setting up this debate. No, not yet. We're we're, not we're yet, getting no. to that. Um, let's ask him. What happens in thirty days? Because that seems to be something that I think um, I don't think we talked about it last week, or if we did, maybe I just forgot about it. But um, we'd heard that uh, there's going to be some kind of uh, disruption in the supply line next month. Um, have you heard anything about this? Is this a rumor? Oh no, that that's totally true. Uh, the The idea is that they. Uh, the 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 people who rescued us, the aliens who rescued us, have no interest in creating a dependent class. They don't want us to regard ourselves as their pets, and so they are providing us with matter for food. You know that the, the atmosphere is free, um, but they're the the five kilograms of matter per day is provided to us until to, to get us on our feet basically uh but you know we've got 30 days to find a way to see to our own needs hmm. so is this uh common knowledge is this uh been making its way around the colony yeah well we've been telling people but they don't seem to a lot of people don't seem to want to hear it that the uh, the the largesse is going to get cut off. So, I'm surprised you guys didn't pay attention. But, they're already, uh, you know, people are pooling their, uh, their matter, they're, they're trying to develop, uh, one uh, group of ten people already is trying to get enough matter to build their own uh, matter printer, right? They want to get one yeah, of these. Yeah, that's... That they want to sense. build their own manufactory, and that way, uh, you know, if someone else can provide them with matter, then they'll have an economic niche. Um, but yeah, you know, the miners are, you know, 
the miners are starting to get ready to go out and hit the the asteroid belt around here. You guys have a ship, right? We do with that, yes. Yes. Yeah, I don't know if it would be efficient for you. I don't know what your fuel situation is like or uh, how much you could carry back. So, but it's, uh, you know, everyone's scrambling to find a, to find a job. You know, people are trying to find if there are uh, extraterrestrials who are interested in their arts and crafts. So that's that's the situation. Thirty days. Mm. Oh, excuse me, because a line has formed behind you while you've been chatting with them. Yeah. Some of them are starting to look oh. up the time on their ansibles a little impatiently. Yeah, we'll we'll uh, we'll yeah, step aside. We all of our shit, so. Yeah, we we, okay. we got that. So, huh? Okay. Well, this is this is interesting. Um, we uh, need to repair our matter replicator thing, or see if that's feasible. Because I I know that we had had more pressing concerns last session with my sucking chest wound. <laughs> right. Um, like I I had said out of character, like, hey, once once we get that dealt with, we can see if if it can be repaired because. If our gravy train is going to get cut off, then we need to have contingency in place. Yeah, certainly neither of you can repair it. Yeah, it's not but, about what we can do it personally, but like whether it can be done. You know, um, well, you know a mechanic. Yeah, we could ask uh, Jeanette. We just hadn't had a chance to talk to her last time. We had other stuff to do. All right. So yeah, we can we can ask her and see how she feels about it. I mean, the same same as as last time. I mean, the implicit thing will be, hey, if you help us fix this, then you can use it when you need to use it. All right. So you're gonna invite Jeanette over. Yeah. Is, are you cool with that? Yeah. <laughs> the right. place is still a mess. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that's the least of our concerns right now. Uh, I think. Go ahead and print I, some brooms later. I, well, I, I do think that Stanley is at least. Tries to clean up a little is probably still cleaning up by the time Jeanette oh, arrives. All right, uh, your your dad is off at the hospital. He got I don't know where he got uh, picked up the damage, but as I was looking at my notes, I'm like, oh yeah, he he didn't get hurt real bad, but he is not he's not rich in hit points, so uh, he's gonna go off and see Esmeralda. I'm sure it was. Something. You can see that he has, at some point, started some cleanup. Mostly what he's done is taken everything that he doesn't know what it is and thrown it down the stairs into the basement that's all slagged up from the gunfight. And so there are mysterious items that have been thrown downstairs, but... The upstairs, the slightly bigger area, which is you know, it's still pretty big, um, has been organized. He has set up screens so that each of you has a room of your own and um, is uh, has set a... He's got your... Remember how you brought your loom? He's got that piled behind some screens in your, uh, in your room, and he is starting to defrost some spiders and has... has thought out uh, cases of some of the bigger spiders. Outstanding. So, okay. So great. it is it's much homier. Uh, it's it's starting to look less filthy and more like like home. And cool. uh, when you get oh well he's not there when you get there. Um, 
there is a note on Stanley's, uh, you know, he's he's found an, an empty box that was there and has set that up in your area as a desk. And hovering above that is a piece of paper that says, the invisible stuff is under this note. Oh, you good guys, call. Good you call. guys were going to cover that with with filth so that it was visible, right? Yeah, we were going to put right. some dust on it or something. Yeah, so it's it's vaguely visible there. It looks like a a block made out of shadows. All right, so Jeanette Goldstein Vasquez, your mechanic, shows up. Uh, she's you know a little shaken about what happened. To Henry, she's you know wants to make sure you're okay. You and you and she aren't as tight as she and Henry are, or she and I'm sorry, she and Stanley. You know the yeah, pilot and the mechanic I mean. have a lot more to talk about than the pilot and the and the medic. But yeah, so you you know you go over your um your reassurances and show her the demolished machine down in the garbage strewn basement. And she's looking at it. She's like, wow. Yeah, this, they really did a job on this. She's like, uh, you know, a lot of the, the cheap parts of it are okay. The matter manipulators, the hoppers, the, you know, the fabrication shoots, but the brain of it. All right. Think of it like an animal. Uh, that, you know, it eats and it excretes. And so that stuff is all, that all is okay. And it breathes to keep itself energized. And yeah, the they, they blew up the battery, but that's not hard to fix. What's hard to fix is the brain. Because they gutted that. It's like, this looks... It looks like they actually tore out components and took them away with them. So it's it's not going to be easy. It's marginally, you know, it's it's simpler than starting from scratch. It will be less time than building one from scratch. It can be fixed, but yeah, it's not just swapping in a hot swapping in a few components and it's all good. And she's looking around the basement. She's like, have you weighed all this matter? I don't believe we've had the time, no. No. And she kind of shrugs her shoulders. She's like, you know, just looking around, a lot of this stuff could be upcycled. I don't know what you're, if you know what, what the efficiencies of this station are like. You know how there's those garbage chutes and how some of them got uh, you know, redone into bathrooms? That all goes to a central recycling location where it's broken down into its elements, and those elements go to the people who run the station, or whatever is running the station. I have no idea what it is, but that's considered the payment for... uh, That's sort of the communal rent. But all this stuff, 
there are disassembly areas where you could just take this and have it. And she's like shaking some plastic thing with struts. She's like, yeah, you could break this down into, it looks like carbon and aluminum and whatever else is in here. And then you would have those elements. She's like, this weighs what? A kilogram? Half a kilogram? When you're getting five a day, that's a lot. Okay. She's like, and you're not the only people who found junk in their apartments, but most were emptied out beforehand because there was the whole, oh, well, why would we leave the hairless monkeys some, uh, some free matter to work with? So, but yeah, so you guys, what, this place was inhabited the whole time you were here and nobody knew that until the old owner got killed? That, (sighs) unfortunately, that seems to be the situation, yes. I believe so. There must have been some kind of, uh, surely if this was a criminal that was, that was bad enough to send out, for someone to send the police out who shouldn't be here. You would have think they would have known from the beginning. Well, I mean, this space is off the grid. It's not on the official... You know, he, he built this whole area illegally, it looks like. I think it might have had something to do with that object that they took from him. That uh, disc-like um, device. You, you saw it, right? Jeanette shakes her head. She never... I don't think she saw it. She's like... Okay. Hey. Oh, maybe she did. I can't remember. I think she did. I feel like she was there. Yeah, she was there. Yeah, we found. Yeah, she was there for the hubcap, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you remember they they came and picked it up. Like, I think that there might be more, hey, we need this thing that you have versus, um, hey, you know, you're squatting or whatever. That makes a little bit more sense to me. The tumbleweed came and bought it. Yeah, yeah. Like, maybe they, they. were acting on old intelligence, and they thought that the green teeth still had the thing, right? Because the tumbleweed bought it from uh, you guys, us guys, because we were like operating in care of the green teeth since he was in um, hibernation or whatever. So that's that's, that's, that's my next thought. Of Does that make sense to you? Okay. She's like, "What was that thing?" Well, we're not sure. We didn't get a chance to examine it in much detail. Um, if I had to make an educated guess, I might say that it was uh, something like an Ansible. I mean, uh, that seems to be the one uh, resource that's remained uh, relatively static in this strange new world of ours, information. Maybe there were uh, codes or records or something on there, and um, somebody needed them? Yeah, or they It was ha- a culturally interdicted uh, object, right? Yeah, I think so. So I had I had been operating under the impression that it was like a <clears throat> Voyager Sounds of the Earth type thing. Ah. You know, I, I believe that I had talked about that a little bit, uh, like yeah. from Beast Wars. And, um, you know, I, I think that that might have some kind of uh, tactical or cultural significance to certain individuals on the ship. Wow. I don't know what is going to happen to it, but I feel like that might be uh, why people would be chasing this thing. So you guys don't still have it, do you? I don't think we do, do we? No. No, No, you gave it to the tumbleweed. Yeah, okay. Exactly. No, we don't. And got the in... What did you guys name it? Uh, glass steel. Yes, That's glass steel. There we are. Five kilograms of 
transuranic invisible matter, which sure. you also haven't told Jeanette that you have. Let's do that now, because I feel like she has more of an analytical mind when it comes to engineering type stuff in character than our guys do. All right. Well, she's uh, Stanley. You're OK with that? I mean, if you don't yeah. want to, you can. Yeah. All right. No. Yeah. That's yeah. It, it, that, Jeanette is a trusted okay, friend. This shit out here. Yeah. The It'll truth has mind. to come out sometime. Yeah, she she kind of her jaw drops and she's like, "I've seen a lot of weird stuff over the last month, but man, this." And she's like moving it in her hand, and you can see it, it looks like exquisite pantomime, except that you can see where the corners and edges cause dents in her skin as she's holding it, or when she squeezes it, the way her fingertips flatten out against it, and you know, leave these little smears of hand oil floating in space. She's like, what, how, how is this even real? What is it? It's glass metal. And she starts... We had thought you might be able to, uh, well, think of some kind of application for this substance. If he traded it for that disc, I'm sure that it's quite valuable. Now, I'm not an expert in your area, but maybe you could... Uh, make portholes for ships out of something like this that'd be more resilient than glass but you could still see through it it could block uh you know harmful radiation and so on and so forth and she you know is scanning it with her ansible she's like oh this stuff's crazy it blocks yes. it blocks visible it lo- blocks light in the visible spectrum but it's opaque to x-rays and gamma rays and other radiations. Well, and that get, is. She can see her like thinking, and when you start to talk, she like holds up her finger, and she's like, "If you got some powdered uranium, mm-hmm. you could make a lamp out of this that would last a hundred thousand years." Okay, well, that sounds like a valuable trade commodity for when the matter emitters shut down. Assuming we're not able to fix this thing. Like, yeah. All right. Or you know, the the uses in detection because it it you know it, it blocks some signals and not others right there's all kinds of stuff you could do with that wow yeah I'm gonna have to think on this but yeah yeah keep that well I'll uh, I'll start seeing what the market's like for this if you want me to. Because I've you know I've, I've made some friends over in the manufacturing section, mm-hmm. and yeah, I mean this is something that can't just be printed. This is this isn't cheap matter like gold or silver. This is something unique. Have you heard really? about negative matter? I don't think our characters have heard about that. No. Yeah. Okay. Um, so back on Earth, people theorized that negative matter existed, but had just never been observed. But it does exist, and there are species out here that go out and mine it. And it is, it's hard to mine because it is repelled by normal matter. It reacts oppositely to gravity. If you, it, it's like super buoyant. It gets expelled by gravity instead of being pulled in by gravity. But the other property that it has, and I don't have the physics understanding to know how this works, but you can use it as a fuel for what's called an Alsubierre drive, 
which is apparently the cheapest, easiest, kind of faster-than-light drive you can make. So okay. There's, there's people trading in that a few sections over, but yeah, no, nobody here could has as anything approaching any material object that's worth enough to get that. It's like it's a brave new world, guys. It's such a And at that point, you hear a banging at the door upstairs. And oh god, not again. I just got saying, all of my blood put back inside of me. She's like, do you want me to take some of this matter and get it upcycled? That would probably be a prudent idea, especially right. if we're having more uh, <clears throat> unwelcome visitors. Okay, and so she's gathering up heaviest the heaviest stuff as you go upstairs. Yeah, uh, sure. Looking through the peephole, it's a bell. Christ. Uh, yeah, it just, Stanley Motions is like, yeah, to Henry, it's just like you've, you know, I, I still, they still owe me a lick. Just stand back, I'll get the door. Okay. Just carefully opening the door. Hello, be real, officer. real cool. And the there, hands slowly there's going only up one again. Of them. There's only one of them, oh, and okay. it's upright in the non-attack. Yeah. When- Are there like markings or serial numbers on this? Like, can we see if it's the same one from earlier, or do they all look the same? Uh, they, the one that, that kind of stood out was the one that was kind of shot up and dented, the bad cop, but it's dead. Mm-hmm. It got, it got scrapped. Okay. Is uh, this the, is this his partner or is it a different one? Uh, no, the good cop got fried too. The, okay. Yeah. So this is a different one. Though. It turned, it turns out that the dice I gave to the green teeth were pretty scary. So I'm still, you know, still getting the, the hang of the system, but this one, yeah, they do have they do have some kind of writing on them, and it you know shows up and says, "Humans, you interacted with a living entity and gave it an object that was in the matter printer. Don't deny this. We have the evidence." Well, there's no point in denying that. That's definitely a thing that we did. Yes, I yes. We know it was one of these three. Which one was it? Do not lie to me. I am monitoring your electromagnetic emissions. I'll know if you aren't telling me the truth. Sorry, it was one of what three? What the hell are you talking about? And it projects up three images of three tumbleweeds. Oh, shit. Can we tell them apart or not? You can tell them apart, but... You have no idea which one of them is the one that you dealt with. It's like, it's like three different hedges. Okay. <laughs> you you have no frame of reference whatsoever to say this one is not that one seen from a different angle or at a different time. You there's no way you could pick one. You could finger one of these. Okay, so, well, uh, I feel like we ought to just fucking tell him that if he has, like, his magic lie detector on. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, like, but Stanley just goes like, well, uh, he actually does at first try to try to look through the one, because he's the one who talked to the tumbleweed the most. We'll trying both, to like, look at each other and, like, try to figure out which one it is, like, non-verbally. Like, we're both, like, we got our finger over the left one and then the middle one and then the right one and then we're like, oh, right, that's <laughs> going back and forth and back like and forth. Like that, right? I, yeah, like, and then it's, and then it just goes like, I, I can't, I cannot, I 
I can't pick out which one it is. I can I, I talk to them, I remember them, but I can't none of these look like exactly like the one I had met and I, I still looking still looking over, looking back at Henry. <laughs> looking at the bell, waiting, Give waiting for roll. the punch. Okay. Yeah, you go ahead and roll and then I'll see if I need to roll too. I got a nine. That's <laughs> No, okay. that's well, let me, that's let me good. It it moves over till it's like inches from your face, and like ru- you're kind of I I presume you're leaning back, but it comes in so that the yep. bottom rim just sort of rubs the bridge of your nose a little, and it's like if yeah. it comes back, you tell us right away. I'm telling your Ansible how to get in touch with me. Yeah, 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 yes, yes, of course, of course. Please do. What exactly is uh, at stake here, uh, officer? You don't know what you gave it. No, we don't. Please tell us that we might uh, help endeavor to get it back. Was it now, something important? Now it floats Was over. Was it dangerous? It says, it is extremely dangerous. It is a culturally indicted object. What does that mean? It is... Part of a culture that kills other cultures. The the species that invented it voluntarily extincted themselves. Two other species that engaged in xenoarchaeology on their planet and developed enough understanding to... Under to grasp the concepts of which that object to which that object contributes, all of the archaeologists voluntarily extincted themselves, as did everyone to whom they explained their work, as has everyone who has had their work explained to them. That's very interesting. I assume the euphemism you're employing with voluntary extinction doesn't refer to um, a cessation in reproductive function, but uh, instant summary self-execution? Yes. Whole How? worlds will die if this information is not contained. I accidentally the anti-life equation. Is this bad? Um, the whole uh, anti-life equation? Yeah, like the whole thing. We should have just deleted System Thirty Two from the goddamn thing. I uh, I understand what you're saying. That makes sense. But uh, a certain logistical issue is uh, tripping me up. If um, everybody who is exposed to this kills themselves immediately, how does anyone know about it? Because we find the bodies. This is not the entire culture any more than one instrument is the performance of a symphony. But this is a cultural object essential to communicating the disease. I see. So that is someone why it could, has been culturally interdicted. Someone could handle this and not be subject to the uh, death urge. As you did. I see. So this is uh, one piece of the overall puzzle. It needs to be combined with similar things in order to uh, have its full effect. Is that right? Yes. It is a. How many other pieces are there? How would? Why would I know that? 
information on this subject is forbidden. Just knowing about knowing it is dangerous. The more you know, the more likely you are to assemble the thought form. Once you assemble a thought form and think the thought, it overwhelms you. So, do you have different uh, sections of your organization who know about different parts so no one knows the whole thing in order to protect each other? We are. We can recognize the elements of the culture without understanding them in the same way that and, you know, he points, he, you know, flies over to your loom. He's like, this is a cultural object, yes? Uh, I underst- cer- certainly. It is identified in my files as a harmless cultural object, a loom. I don't <coughs> know what it does or how it works, but I can recognize it. If I needed to destroy it, I could destroy it without interacting with it. I see, sure. Well, you know, what it does is it uh, makes garments. I'm not sure as to your size, but... Oh, all right. We think we have gotten the, uh, the connection from which your green teeth found out about... found the files to create this, and we have removed those files from the devices. We I see. Checked this area thoroughly. It's okay. You are not going to come across more culturally interdicted materials on accident. (laughs) On accident? Um, If hmm. anyone else comes here looking for them, know what they're looking for and what it can do. Why exactly would... uh, I'll point at the hologram to the tumbleweeds. These uh, individuals want these things... Are they uh, ignorant as to their true purpose, or are they trying to weaponize them against someone else? I am not going to contemplate as to their motives. There are violent nihilists who are looking for uh, some form of dark enlightenment. Uh, there are those who would attempt to have them uh, the thought form assembled in a population with which they have a grievance. There are those who would attempt to use them as a undetectable murder method. Mm. I'm I'm concerned. What do you think, Jose? What do you want to do about this? I feel like this is our next our next hook, so I'm I'm pretty into this. Uh, I, I at this point, like what? Like I feel like I'm doing all the talking. I hope that you're not feeling like blocked out. No, no, no. Uh, Henry, Henry's, Henry's the thinker. Stanley's kind of the doer. Okay. We kind of had the two. That's, that's not sort a big of. deal. Okay. Um, um, yeah. So, so there's, you know, these, these are the things. These are parts of the anti-life equation. There's some unknowable number of different pieces of the puzzle, and the tumbleweed guy is either an agent trying to assemble them for somebody else. Or he's just like a courier, and somebody just says, "Hey, buy me this piece of crap, and I'll give you some money for it." Um, so, if it's somebody on the colony, then we definitely need to tell the Preds about this, assuming they don't know already. Um, uh, you know what? Let's ask the Bell who they are actually operating under the authority under, because yeah, we know that there are like 
separate factions within the ruling class. Like there's the um, armed preds and there's the neutered preds and then there's the sleeves and there's the clouds and shit. So like I need to know who knows what so that we don't accidentally like tip the wrong people <laughs> off, you know? And, like, and oh, the hey, action. the warlike preds are the ones who are trying to do this, for example. And then we're like, oh, hey, you know, uh, Ring, you know about this? And he's like, yes, I know about this. Who else have you told? You know, like, <laughs> uh, like, does anybody else know or whatever before he kills us? Um, um, so, so we could ask him. I mean, worst case scenario, he just doesn't answer us. So, and indeed, right. he doesn't. He, oh, God he okay. tells you that uh, you know he is <laughs> operating uh, in the interests of his employers who uh, have have deployed the bells to keep the station secure and law-abiding, and that the presence of culturally indicted objects is a clear and present threat to safety and order. And that's all you need to know. If anyone tries to get culturally indicted objects from you, definitely come at, you know, contact him and rat them out. He uses the phrase, rat them out. Okay, well that's pretty good. I love I love like the the little 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 thought terminating clichés that all of these robots have with their ansibles. It's really funny. Um so are these the only um culturally indicted artifacts that exist? Is it just these um hubcaps or is there like other things? Do they all look different? He makes this ringing noise and he says there are hundreds of thousands. There oh. have been hundreds of different cultures that have found different cul-de-sacs of thought from which there is no rational escape. Okay. The good news is that sufficiently intelligent cultures and individuals develop an immunity to these effects. Nobody has found a culture, an indicted culture that can bring this degree of despair to a truly highly evolved intellect. But you are not there. Well, obviously not. I was going to ask if uh, this immunity was like a vaccine or something, but he's implying that it's not. It's just something that you have to, like, evolve, I guess. Yep. Okay. And with that, he floats off. Great, so we uh, have taken two steps back. Awesome. <laughs> yep. It's right. like, okay, let's see what we can learn from this guy. No, we're worse off than before. Okay, good. Basically, you had a page from the Necronomicon. Yeah, yeah I was about to say, it's like, well, so don't read the books. Don't read <laughs> Like, okay, if somebody comes books. looking for these things, uh, stop them. Okay, great. What do these things look like? There's hundreds of thousands of them. They're uh, from many different cultures. They have no, like, defining characteristics. Great. Okay. Cool. <laughs> you you won't you won't know until you've already felt the, the the creeping terror and horror of the infinite universe in your brain. Oh, lovely. Oh, okay. Good. Or you could look it up in your Ansible the way you did with the first one. You showed it to Charles, and he's like, "Oh, I think that's a culturally interdicted art- artifact." Let's let's give that a shot. Let's see what he has to say. Uh, oh. Well, that's a that's a, a delicate issue, uh, boss. I cannot, of course, show you any pictures of culturally interdicted artifacts, but 
if I see one, or if you show me one, I can tell you whether it is one. I can upload that image or scan to a, a central archive that is non-intelligent enough to not be at risk. And then, if I do that, and it is one, they will try to dispatch an agent to come and uh, uh, dispose of it safely. That sounds... that Yes, that sounds lovely, and that sounds like that will work fine. Thank you, Charles. That's a pretty good compromise. It's a funny thing, that one use to which some... Uh, desperate characters have used culturally interdicted artifacts is as a form of emergency beacon so that if they get lost in space with no fuel, they can show the picture of the artifact and say oh, can you come here and get this and in the process save our lives I would imagine this kind of behavior is discouraged yes, but it's considered to be preferable to Dying a cold, lonely, pointless death in the vacuum of space. I can understand. He's got me there. <laughs> All right. So back to election rigging. Right. So, um, yeah. So you feel like culturally indicted artifacts should be part of the debate because I feel like they're really important now. Lock Oppo in a room with a culturally indicted artifact. You've got this. No. Um. <laughs> All right. You're assuming he's thing. smart enough to figure it out. Uh, We've heard that your pro-cultural and edit artifacts react. And then he's like, <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? And we're like, how can you trust this guy who doesn't even know what cultural and edit artifacts do? Unlike us, who learned it like a whole five minutes ago. All right. So I think – see, here's the thing, right, about the election rigging. Uh, Apple's smart. Apo is Apo as we know that Apo's able to get himself out and that he's able to not quit. Yeah, so. I feel like uh, our guys wouldn't want to rig the election, not necessarily out of any ethical concerns, but because they know that they're not clever enough to do it correctly, and anything that they try to do to give themselves an edge will just end up screwing them. That's the spirit. <laughs> what do you think? Um. Like, I know that we have like an inflated sense of our own like self competence, but I don't think that it applies to everything that we do. <laughs> oh no! no oh no! 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 Yeah! No! They they don't know. No, Stanley doesn't want to rig the election because even though he even though he's high, uh, got a high ideal, politics is just so kind of boring. So <laughs> he just doesn't care enough to do it. That's good. He's got enough opinions to know how it should be run, but he doesn't care enough to see that entirely through but um so hmm. so the natural stanley strategy there is to actually think well i was able to i was able to basically hang you know get oppo hoisted on his own petard surely they could it's uh you know aruna certainly and uh and ethel certainly isn't uh i like that that's good like yeah like we know that they're two sharp cookies so all right um, well, you're going to have to go to them and propose, oh, you know, you guys want to do this, let's, why don't my brother and I, uh, moderate this debate, we can get a hold of some sound system, we can, you know, do it right out in the main, uh, at the main crossroads, yeah. and... sounds like a good idea. 
Now, okay, we told uh, Greta about it already, so yeah, we Greta. just need to go ahead and tell the other two. I don't think you told Greta. I mean, I think you I told... Her. I'm, I'm not we sure. Propo- we, propo- we proposed the idea in front of Gretel, and she was like... Okay, yeah, we oh, can go ahead okay. and tell her again. But we don't know that that's confirmed. That, maybe All right, not, well, yeah. who are you going to go talk to first? I think we should probably talk to Greta first, because yes. that way it'll all be it'll all be downhill from there. All right, so okay. You, okay. All right, um, yeah, you can find her. She is, uh, you know, arguing with some people down in the manufacturing section and, you know, standing there with her hands on her hips, being stern and Teutonic and bellowing and, uh, you know, in, in German. And so right. as you guys show up, you know, the two people she's bellowing at kind of grudgingly shake hands. Interesting. And, and trudge off. Cool. Well, can my Ansible tell me what they were arguing about? Uh, yes, it prints out a report that they had a dispute about uh, use of a manufactory as one of them had reserved the time, but the other had gone and gotten blueprints and the formula for creating uh, a spaceship drive, mm-hmm. and they were arguing about the exact proportions of ownership of the, the result and mm-hmm. how much the drive should belong to one of them and how much to the other. Okay, so Greta said that they should cut the drive in half. <laughs> no, she said that since they're married to each other, they should stop worrying about it and quit being so silly because both of them are so ugly that they're lucky to be married to anyone at all, and it would behoove them to not uh, alienate the one human being in the entire cosmos who can tolerate the other erotically fascinating. I'm going to have to go ahead and talk <laughs> about one next time I see two people arguing at a restaurant. Um, okay, so um, let's go ahead and break the news, I guess. Yeah, uh, so- first, let's ask if she has had any luck finding her dad, because then we can make it look like we care about that. Uh, and well, she, I mean- she has not, and she looks... Unfortunate. Like- it's like, no, nor my brother. We'll uh, yeah. let you know as soon as we have any actionable intelligence on that front. We'd uh, talked to our contacts, but we haven't learned anything yet. Um, as soon as we do, uh, Who we... Who are your con- these contacts to whom you refer? And it's definitely in our best interest to not share everything about that regard, but um, we can just say um, the guy who runs the uh, the bread line, uh, Fong, I think it was? Fong. Pong, excuse yeah. me. Yeah, we can say, hey, we we're on friendly terms with him. So, um, if uh, oh, if yeah. Fritzel is on oh, the yes, ship and government he's receiving fancy ration, yeah, if if Fritzel's on the ship and he's receiving a ration, either by himself or like through an agent, then he would have to see this guy eventually. So, well, I've checked. Probably a good point of contact. Good he, choke he point. He's not. Uh, I, I I don't think you will find him that way. But I thank you. Okay. Well, uh, you know, uh, we may have had our differences, but I'm sure that he's uh, looking for you as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, assuming that he got off of Mars, but I don't think that he got off of Mars. Your father was stubborn, but I'm sure that he wouldn't have died over his misplaced pride. Mm, I wish I had your confidence. Well, well it, if, it... if there's anything else... Yes. Yes. The, uh, the 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 debate that we had that we had discussed. Uh, I believe we are going to make it a formal reality, and we were wondering if you would take part. 
If the other two agree, I see no reason not to, and indeed, I would be a fool not to. Excellent. Where will this yeah, be? I believe we are. Uh, I believe the the. I believe we had it for like in a in a Earth Standard Week or something like that. Relatively close, if I remember right. Um, one week, yeah, I can do one week. Cool, yeah. cool. How do we tell time? Do, like, I, I assume we still use regular Earth time. I yep, think right. our ansibles will probably keep track of that, even though we have like the whole cabin fever thing going on. They are Makes calibrated sense. to a 25-hour day, just because the math is easier. Uh, that's what you... I'm trying to remember how long a day is on Mars. Oh, um, I can probably just check them. Yeah. You know, but you were using standard 60-minute days, or 60-minute days... Standard 60-minute hours, 60-second uh, minutes. A day okay, on so, Mars yeah. is one day and 40 minutes, so it's about 25 hours, yeah. Right. Yeah, so, okay, yeah. All right, so then, uh, yeah, so a week. Yeah, so regular all week. All right. Mm-hmm. I, should, cool. I should look forward to it. It would probably be best if you, you do not uh, contact me in any private fashion to avoid the appearance of impropriety. Of course. Of course. Mm. Okay, cool. Right. Do you happen to know where we might uh, find the others? Yeah. I assume that you haven't been in regular contact with them since the uh, impromptu debates. No, I have. Uh, I've spoken with Aruna. Apo has made himself scarce. Him, I do not know. Uh, and she makes some imperious gestures at her ansible and says, "But he has a uh, a public contact." code on the uh, the index of humanity. All right, well, if he'll answer, then we might get in contact with him that way. Thank you, Greta. And you guys know where Aruna lives. Right. Yes, we do. So we're just gonna, so yeah, we're, uh, Stanley's just gonna go straight to her house. Good idea. All right. Uh, and she is happy to see you. Her house is beautifully decorated. She's got she's got far more than five kilograms worth of stuff in there. Interesting. And you know some of it, uh, and she you know some of it she brought from Mars, and she you know points out some of her her precious things, uh, including some things made of actual Earth wood. Uh, Holy crap! Yeah. Oh wow. She's like, yes, I'm going to get these scanned and uh, have the the framework for them presented publicly for anyone to use so people will be able to print wood-like objects. I just wish I had fertile seeds that I could, uh, could, could offer to the aliens. They are really interested in uh, exobiology. You guys well, have... You know what? We'll put that onto our list. We'll look for some fertile seeds... You guys have spider eggs, don't you? Yes, yes. We, we do. I imagine that there would be a, a commanding market for those with somebody. Yes. Well, well, well you know, so. we're, we're still in the early stages. I mean, hopefully our, uh, our children can uh, survive in uh, this new environment. We've got our fingers crossed, but our first batch is still uh, thawing out, as it were. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, you know, we don't want to jinx it and uh, put all of our spider eggs in one basket, as it were. 
And she has a little joke about, well, why wouldn't you put all your eggs in one basket? Are you going to carry a dozen separate baskets back from the store? They're just eggs. I, I always liked that. It always cracked me up, too. That's a good okay. Yeah. Uh, was I doing it? Was I doing an, an accent for her so that people could tell who you you kind of were? I mean, if you if you want to do it, that's cool. Right. If you don't want to do it, that's good too. Well, we'll I'll see if I come back to it. Um, okay, but yes, so she is she's definitely she's up to debate. She good. you know can't wait to show Gretel off as a brittle, uh, judgmental prig in public. Awesome. I know she hasn't given us any explicit reason to distrust her. She's really more of a rival than an absolute actual adversary. But as she's sort of swanning around and pointing at stuff, can I surreptitiously have my Ansible, like, see if she has any cultural indictments in her, like, giant room full of crap since mine doesn't talk? Yeah, everything there is like, quietly. Kosher. It's all fine. See everything. No trafe here. Okay. All right. Well, um, it, it, I didn't want to find anything. It's just... She has all this cool stuff, and it's like, hey, what is what is a culturally indicted artifact? I don't know. There's there's literally millions of them. All right, great, awesome. Well, only hundreds of thousands. Oh, excuse me, only hundreds of thousands. Okay. All right, well, um, let's uh, call BU and see if we can um, schedule an appointment with him, if he'll deign to speak to us. Oh, you mean with Apo? Apo, sorry. And Oh, yeah, so she is okay with a week. Uh, you know, she's like, yeah, I suppose that's all right. Uh any any chance of getting it sooner, like two or three days? I think I am more naturally prepared as a public speaker than, you know, those others. We'll, Everyone see. needs a fair chance. We'll see uh, how we can coordinate uh, the schedules between the three of you. After all, uh, your respective um, voter bases uh, need adequate notice, too. I mean, people are still settling in. We haven't all been so... Uh, Fortunate. I'll touch something made of mahogany. She's like, well, I tried to make my own fortune, but I know that you two know all about that. And she gives you kind of a playful finger wag. <laughs> yeah, 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 we do all about that. Well, thank you for coming. Right. And she gives each of you a hug and a kiss on the cheek. Okay, great. Well, uh, I'm going to go ahead and look over my shoulder and make sure that Slu isn't, like, spying on us with a high-powered rifle. And then we can leave. <laughs> No, this was all inside with the door closed, so you couldn't be doing anything in there. Like elsewhere. Traitor! <laughs> um, all right. Uh, uh, we'll go ahead and give um, and give up a call, see if he'll talk to us. Um, Does he pick up? Yeah, he picks up. He's like, why? Oh, and i got to remember what my Apo, uh, my Apo accent was, because I know I had like in the fall or something, wasn't he? What? Do you remember what he sounded like? I'll say I feel like he was like a like a Nepali. Um, I thought he was. Uh, Is something else? I, I mean, what, what wasn't he around Chileans? Wasn't it more yeah. of a Chilean Chilean accent? Okay. Yeah. All right. And I'm going to heal up some of his social hit points, but not all the way because you guys because yeah. you guys really messed him up. Um, awesome. Yeah. So, oh, by the way. Um, oh, yeah. Upgrades? Are you doing upgrades? Uh, we'll, we'll do those at the end, I think. But, no problem. Um, Jose, three of the social hit points that you had, uh, you'd taken shock damage to three, so, to a total of six. Right. 
So three of those have healed. I'm thinking, you know, okay. every day a point of exhaustion turn or a point of injury turns to exhaustion and a point of it or or a point of exhaustion goes away if you have no uh no injury. Right. But okay. Apo is um, still licking his wounds, but he's like, Yes, uh you what why do you want to speak with me? Well, uh, in the interests of uh, fair competition and such, uh, we were scheduling a debate between you and the other prospective community leaders uh, one Earth week from today. I trust that's uh, amenable with your schedule. Mm. Come speak with me in person. Certainly. Okay, speaking of uh, wounds, uh, GM, um, what is my physical hit point scenario? I know that the initial blast was six lethal damage. Where am I right now after? I'm all all set? Okay. You are flawless. I'm flawless. Okay, great. Ever ever since coming out of the pod, your bowel movements have been perfect. (laughs) Okay, great. That's not the slouch at. Your fingernails seem more strong. (laughs) (laughs) It's like a trip to the spa, except, you know, with arm replacement. Good stuff. Yeah, that's that's kind of it. Yeah, your pores are all clear. (laughs) (laughs) What'd you unlock in your game? Oh, you know, I got plus one to hit. What'd you unlock in your game? Oh, you know, uh, I can talk to ghosts. What'd you unlock in your game? I shit, like, perfectly now. (laughs) You guys playing Fatal? No. (laughs) One hundred percent my urination roll. Oh, for miles. <laughs> okay. Um, cool. So let's go and uh, talk to Apo then. He seems right. uh, he seems in somewhat good spirits. Amenable, yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. So, so can we get to the part of the station that he lives in? Yes. It's it's one of the. Uh, it's a private airlock to a uh, one of the spacecraft. Oh, look at him. Oh, so, wow. So here's a question. You know how Y'all. you guys have got those turkey blasters. Right. Oh, are we going to carry him with us? Yeah. That's probably a good idea. I don't feel like he would necessarily think- perceive that as rude, especially since like we've had all of these police brutality things and like green teeth and such lately. Yeah, yeah. Like, like if he balks, then we'll just be like, "Hey, we've had a couple of bad experiences." All right, uh, we're allowed to just walk around with loaded guns, right? There's no laws. Okay, cool. I mean, you're you're right now trying to set up a debate to vote for tyrant, uh, but well, we're trying to set up a debate to vote against tyrant, but you know, tomato, yeah, all right. So we're, we're in Somalia. Awesome. <laughs> it's yeah. It's it's. There's not a lot of functional law going on, uh, but, uh, you know, you don't know how peaceful it's even been because, uh, you know, but although presumably if you start working at the hospital, you will. Well, the fact that we have a demand for human doctors tells me that it's not all sunshine and roses. Mm, well, yeah, um, there is cool. that. Yeah, I mean, I know that there's like some routine amount of like births and stuff, but like, you know. <laughs> there's been one. Well, there there has been one, which means, you know, (laughs) that there will probably be others. And that any time you have a species that's essentially clever monkeys interfacing with unfamiliar technology from hundreds of different cultures, things are going to go wrong. 
You know, it's it's going to be, I didn't know it was going to blow up when I poked it with the stick. I forgot to close the door to my, my space microwave. Please give me some skin. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. It's like, All right. oh, yeah, I, you know, I didn't know that you had to close the top of the fabricator before you open the bottom of the fabricator. Because you know, if you don't like a do blender, that's totally fine. If you don't do that, stuff flies everywhere, and then stuff gets sucked in, and then whatever you were trying to print comes out garbage as insult to injury. So, you oh, guys, give me some all right, you guys head on down there and uh, knock on the airlock, and or uh, now they've pro- they've got a, a room closed off. So you go into the room, the airlock's behind it, and Apo is standing there with his arms folded, kind of giving you this quizzical look. And there's these two guys with him. Are they armed? Um, one uh, Apo has a Mars gun, Mm -hmm. and uh, the hulkingest of the two gentlemen has... A turkey blaster just like yours, except cheaper okay. looking. Nice. His his well, does uh, not have gold writing encircling the barrel. Okay, well we, we know we know who, who stands where now. Oh, uh I see that you've been uh, deputized for a weapons training. Congratulations, sir. Just says Yep. Well, uh, good to see you again, Apple. Uh what uh, is it that and you'd it, like to discuss? He gives you this incredulous look when you say, good to see you. And he's like, really? Good to see yes. me again. After in public, you all but accuse me of being a pederast. Oh, well, uh, you know, those are your words, not mine. But uh, in the interests of uh, fair debate and everything, we uh, felt as though it would be only right to give you a chance to uh, put yourself before the public. Uh, We don't want to uh, have any accusations of malfeasance here. If there are people who... What are you going on about? We would like you to come to our debate next week. Uh, You, uh, Aruna, Gretel, uh, the people have spoken and you seem to be the front runners. I don't want uh, any kind of civil war on this ship after uh, an election goes through. And he folds his you like, deserve no, that one, at least one work one week. No, it's too soon. It's too soon. I will not be here I in see. one week. And where what? will you be in one week exactly? How is that any concern of yours? Well, uh, if you're trying to instill yourself as a community leader here, um, that will necessitate some ties to the area. We can't have uh, our mayor flitting off at the slightest chance of a loss. This is the problem. To be a community leader here is to be a leader at the sufferance of the giant worms and the spike chests. I want to be a leader to humanity, not a leader on our little gumstring station. Oh, we will permit you to stay here and we will will give you five kilograms a day. Oh, no, that is not enough. That is not to be human. To be human is to be self-sufficient. I have a spaceship. I see. I am going to mine, and I am going to make my own place for all of us. Well, you clearly know something that we don't. Uh, you have the infrastructure to build a space station for all of humanity? I must say we're impressed. He's like, eh, 
He's like, hey, you, you Martians are so soft. You living on a, a planet. You don't know how... It, it is simple to make a habitation for one or two. You have, uh, you stick them together, you have a habitation for three or four. Miners have been doing it for decades. We, We're we can make our own patterns for this. But there are quite a few more than three or four humans on this colony, and, uh, well, uh, there are going to be more of them. We've just had our first live birth. The, the birth of one baby is, uh, in, is not significant. We need it, to get off this station in the same way that we needed to get off of Earth and off of Mars. The birth of one is absolutely significant. This is the first thing you must learn as a community leader, Apo. You know population growth is exponential. It might be slow now, but if your plan is for us to survive indefinitely on our own, uh, you're going to need to build room for growth. All right. Uh, give me – is that a social attack or an intellectual attack? I don't know what. What do you think that is sounds, more appropriate? That sounds like a. That sounds like an intellectual attack to me. You're. You're. Uh, it's not really. It's not. It's really more of a logistical to... thing rather yeah. than like a. Okay, is that cool with you? Yeah. Uh, don't you get to use my bluster ability then? Sorry, oh well. Man. That's okay. I should have made a different argument, huh? Well, I got an eighteen. So. Wow. Right. My champ is yeah eight and ten, and then my runt is six. Okay. Wow. Oh, boy. I don't need my fucking bluster ability. <laughs> That's a hell of a roll. It's a really good roll. We're saving it. Uh, he, yeah, you just kind of bury him under arguments, and you see the, the guy with the stolen gun kind of looks at him, and he's like, yeah, you know, he makes a point, boss. And the, uh, the other one, who you just notice, has sort of... He hasn't exactly been hiding a machete behind his back, but just holding it so that it is behind his back. Mm-hmm, she. Mm-hmm. But, you know, he looks at the boss and goes, da. Nice. And you know, Apo goes, I will not be lectured at by the likes of you. Uh, you, are, you stand for everything that is wrong with what humanity has become. You are a... a not even a parasite. You are like those birds that that got so that their beaks could only crack one kind of nut. And when that nut went extinct, so did the birds. You know the birds I'm talking about, right? <laughs> the birds are immaterial. <laughs> I, uh, if you hold the, ba- the debate in one week, you will do so without me. And I will not consider the results of any... Uh, any such uh, and any election after that uh, to be to be valid, I will need at least three weeks to go complete this mining and to then come back. Mining is the proper course to the future. Uh, this this politicking will merely mire us in the past. I'm sorry you feel that way, Apo. I will, of course, take your regrets to the constituency. The debates, uh, 
I'm afraid if they're not convenient to you, won't uh, be able to be postponed for so long. If you still wish to seek temporal power within our colony, we might uh, allow you as a write-in candidate in three weeks. But, uh, well, that'll be after the primaries between Greta and Aruna. I wish you the best of luck. I'm sure that uh, if you're what the people want, that's how things will shake out. Um, he starts yelling and calling you liars and manipulators and okay. pulls out his gun and points it at you. Okay, he, I'm going to... Yeah, uh, Stanley, who's been preparing for this, yep. has been expecting this to happen. Obviously. Draws... Draws the weapon, uh, draws his own turkey baster weapon, and says, "This, listen, this is your chance to prove in front of everybody, without me, without my brother, what you really stand for. And are you going to hide in the shadows, or can you, br- or do you have enough belief in your ideals to go into the light?" All right, nice. make your roll. Very good. Ah, ah, where did? No, D no. six. Did you drop one Where of them? Where did you go? Yeah, I'll, I'll okay. just roll another one. Dude, All right. you need to beat a four. Oh, jeez. All right. Well, he got one three one. God. <laughs> well, uh, I. <laughs> I got an eight. <laughs> okay. Okay. What's what's your run die? Uh, three. Okay. Oh, nice. Okay, so you, you know, he, you see him lose it, and he shoots at you but doesn't hit. You know, he he's not, he's too, his hands are shaking and he is just chattering, and you see his two buddies kind of give him this weird look, and when the gun goes off, they're like... I, we weren't expecting this to actually go down. So you guys can probably get out the door before he gets another shot off. Or I think that's probably a good idea. What do you think, Stanley? Yeah. It's yeah, basically as a, you know, basically as Stanley's walking away, he just, you know, says to Apo, one week. Consider it. <laughs> and then you shut the door? Yep. Alright. Okay. Cool. Um, cool. Okay. So that went well actually. You guys have inflicted... You've taken away his last social hit point. Oh, well. <laughs> so he What does is, that signify? Well, if he was a player character, he has... Two of them are left with exhaustion instead of injury. Okay. Uh, so he ta- he's forced to take an exhaustion uh, um, consequence. And Doesn't one of your abilities... Um, activate when you do that, um, Jose? Doesn't your opportunist do some shit when that happens? Oh, hey, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's right. A reminding you. You feed a point of social hit point. Oh, because yeah. you were still down one. Although, there you go. Although, hold on, the question is, oh. what? that is if gravity and harmony are your highest. Were oh, uh, let's see. Uh, gravity and harmony... Uh, no, because the, oh, okay. the three was my D10, which is... Wait, no, Gravity and Harmony? Yeah, it was. Yeah, you go. we are. It was your D8 and your yep. D6? Yep, four Sweet. and five. Three. Yeah, so... All right, teamwork. You know, you have powers, and I remember that you have your powers. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I, I've i been waiting to use Opportunist, so that just totally yeah, slipped right by me. I'm just like, hey, dude, remember. Ah, uh, 
Very there we nice. Good job, dude. Let me look anyway, up so, the... Uh, uh, he takes a consequence. So since when a PC takes a consequence, the GM picks it. When right. an NPC takes a consequence, do we get to pick it? Or does no, Stanley get to pick GM it? No, the GM picks it. Oh, okay. You know, you know how this would go, because it would be... You know, oh, pick a physical, uh, a, a significant physical consequence. He dies. It would always just be, he dies. He dies. So, How would I die of, like, being embarrassed? Like, well, I have if a, it was a, uh, if, if it was, it was a, physical a physical consequence, one, you know, right. you know a million percent that would be it. All right, let me find. Okay, I just, I thought I'd ask, because I don't think that that was actually in the rules, so. No, the GM should decide, unless you have oh, that. a... I think you can get uh, exploits where it's like instead of for like where you can pick it for yourself, but I don't think that there's one for um, GMCs. Yeah, there could be. There could be. That would be. Yeah, I'm, know, so I'm we'll throwing put, that out there since we'll, we're doing we'll put one. that in. A, we'll put that in a supplement. Yeah, put that in the maybe pile. Put that in the splats. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you get out of there. How how shaken are you guys from being you know shot at and and such? Well, I think it's pretty fucking uncool, but I mean, since uh, this in-game day, I've been shot at once before, I feel like I've got like a couple of hardened violence notches, as it were. Um, so I'm I'm not angry. I'm disappointed. <laughs> Stanley, on the other hand, is very angry. Oh, totally, dude. <laughs> All right. Uh, so minor consequences for social. Uh, minus one penalty to energy next roll. No, we're not going to do that. A GMC who trusted you becomes unsure, or one who's Ooh. unsure becomes an enemy. Oh, yeah. I like that. If at all possible, you must withdraw from the scene to sulk in ill temper. Or permanently lose a social hit point. Oh, that's a fun one. Hmm. That's cool. So, all right, I'll pick one of those for him. All righty. I hope that it ends up being a GMC who was on the fence goes hostile towards him. You were, you were going to... Uh, yeah, you were going to have Hong try and figure out some way to run an actual election while you yeah, guys... Yeah, he had said um, we might find some software on the Ansible. Oh, and then Pack had slid and then up Pac, behind you. Know, our you. Good yeah, friend Pack. I was just about to... to ask him about Fritzel, and then your thing turned off. So. All right. Um, he doesn't know anything about Fritzel. Shit. Um, let me see... What was the son's name? I don't think that we talked to him very much. Does he know about where Gretel's brother there is? Um, what was the brother's name? I have to find that. I'm not sure if he mentioned it, because I know that he had a son and a daughter. Uh, yeah. He did have... I did, you know, basically stat up the two of them, or all three of them. It was Fritzl, Greta, maybe Frank, Gio- oh no, it was Georg. So, um, yeah, nobody's heard anything about Georg or Fritzl, uh, but he thinks he remembers Fritzl from Mars. But he's like, oh, uh, do you have a picture of him or anything like that?" Oh, um, actually, yeah, I think. Uh, Maybe not on him right now, but but uh, there's probably no way that there's not pictures, given how close we are to each other. And I feel like at some point, at some point during our childhoods, there was probably a point where uh, where our dad 
had just taken pictures of uh, taken pictures of the of them on the farm and just put up like stuff like these people they're they're bad. Don't you know? Do not approach these people. If you yeah, see that's these people good. on the farm, tell someone. All right. So, so yeah, you'll you'll go home somehow get that from your old human cell phone into your new fancy Ansible and broadcast it to him. Exactly. And he wants to hear the spiel about your basement invasion. I presume by now you've got a, a you know... We've yes. got like a whole bit worked out, yeah. 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 I think this time it might be the most elaborate yet. Uh Going into detail about Henry's uh, Henry's uh, self sacrifice for for Dad, he's like, "Wow, that's very impressive." Uh, I knew that I was smart to to get you you gentlemen on my side. I can see the the degree of courage you can bring to a a cause in which you truly believe. It's like so. Uh, you're, you, you've clearly set yourselves up a little bit, uh, a little bit better than I have. I understand you're going to be moderating a debate between the people who want to be the interim leaders of humanity? Yes, the, well, yeah, uh, pro yes. tempore mayors as they were. God damn, dude, how do you hear about this so quick? We just did this. <laughs> oh. A word gets around quick? Yeah, you know, it was it was an hour or two ago that you were I guess talking that with yeah. uh, with Gretel, and you know, and you talked to Hong, and we talked to, to Aruna, who definitely said something. So yeah, she's already getting posters put up, and people are already tearing the posters down so they can upcycle them into like a single cookie. Perfect, nice. But he's like, um. So I've been I've been making plans, you know, uh, for our enterprise, and it seems increasingly clear that the first thing we're going to need to do is acquire a faster than light drive. We'll just put that on the list of stuff we need, huh? Well, yeah. I suppose they would. All right. Do you have any ideas about channels we could go through for these kinds of things? I suppose we can't just uh, ask for one. You can, well, it's just a question of getting the matter together and the fuel. The, 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 the matter formers they have here are capable of printing out a faster-than-light uh, faster drive. It's called a, a brake sky but it's my understanding that the fuel for it is an entirely separate matter. However, it, while all of humanity as a collective does not have the material goods that uh, could be combined to make the, uh, to afford this faster-than-light fuel, some people have had some success selling cultural experiences... And I know that you boys both pride yourselves on your singing ability. Well, we don't like to brag. Well, the karaoke uh, competition was was very interesting. You know that millions of of aliens viewed it. So, if we can find a way to leverage that and monetize it, then perhaps similar performances, either of you two by yourselves, or perhaps you two 
in conjunction with your frog cat friends could be profitable. Hmm. I will say that is interesting. I'd yeah. say a real to be a real musical artist. And at this point, both of your ansibles go off. Oh shit! Okay, let's see what's going on. Uh, well, it's two different calls. It's just a coincidence. Oh. <laughs> okay, you go first. So, right. uh, it's Ben, and mm-hmm. he wants a commitment to going out on this mining run. All right. And, uh, you know, he's like, yeah, you know, if you, or he's like, you know, we still haven't been able to find a medical officer, so if you could bring your brother along, that would be great. I think we can get along with, you know, I, I would love to have one. Uh, you know, I, I I think we've got the risks managed. I mean, an asteroid's an asteroid. Most of this is going to be done uh, ship on asteroid. There's not going to be a lot of EVA, but you know, there's always there's always the possibility. So if you can if you can get him in on this, but otherwise, you know, I'm I'm going to need a commitment from you in the next you know 24 hours. Oh, you could absolutely, you could absolutely count on me, and and I'm sure you can count on my brother too. I, I haven't checked in with him yet, but I'll do that right away. Uh, okay. So cool. your so call. What's my call, though? It's from Esmeralda, and she's like, "Yeah, okay. I don't want to be pushy, but I also would like to get eight hours of sleep sometimes. So can I put you on the schedule for you know hospital hours in the next week?" Okay. Uh, we can go ahead and segue into the thing that we had talked about. So uh, you want to do your thing and I'll do my thing. That's cool. Well, you and at, the, at this point, you know, each of you is saying, you know, the, you know, each of you is getting asked to commit to this as your number one priority. And, mm-hmm. you know, as you're hanging up and start to explain it to you, Pack is pushing you to make him your number one priority. So this is the GM's way of saying, what do you want to do in the next session? Okay. Oh. So you can okay. commit to helping Pack. You can commit to going off with Ben. You can commit mm-hmm. to sticking around the station, working at the hospital, or you can split up. All right. So uh, the first thing, uh, so Stanley is actually going to say the first thing. He yeah. actually says to Pack, that, that is a fascinating idea, but I, I've got a I've got a call. Uh, I, I, I'm going on a mining expedition very, very soon, and I believe that I can. I, I'm allowed to take whatever, whatever a portion of whatever I'd like. I could actually probably use that to help further the cause. In the oh, meantime, good. setting up a setting up a, setting up a cultural experience like that would would take some time. But in the interim, I think this can help us. All right, That's clever. But if and, you're if you're off on your mining flight, you won't be able to uh, do the the um, the debate in a week, will you? Ooh, how well, long is your mining flight, though? Hmm. The mining flight. Say? Uh. I think he mentioned. You know, they're typically two to three weeks. Oh, yeah, they're two to okay. three weeks. But you don't know how far the asteroid belt is from Gumstring Station, and you don't know how fast his vehicles go. Okay, well, that's no good. Uh, Uh, I'm only picking up one shift for Esmeralda, so that shouldn't conflict there. You can can schedule around the debate pretty easily. 
I could probably schedule around the debate worst case scenario. So at least one of us would be able to monitor that if your mining thing um, took precedence, and that's totally cool. And this is yeah, this is about when Stanley goes and and of course and of course Henry should be all on the mining, so it shouldn't take too long. Well, I have a prior obligation, you see, Stanley. I know uh, that you are not 100% up to date with my situation with my old mentor, but uh, she's the only doctor on board. And, well, you know you don't want a tired doctor. It's just not safe. The people here deserve better. Uh, She'd asked if I could relieve her, and uh, I'm afraid that takes precedence over uh, being the sawbones on the mining expedition. But but we've always... We've always gone on, on. We've always gone. On, you're going to turn down an adventure like this for? I, I'm sorry. I, I, I. I'll I, talk to you, I, gentlemen, later. Peck says and slides greasily away into the crowd. Slime trail. I don't. I don't. I don't. <laughs> I, I don't. I, I don't want to. I don't want to. D- he, yeah. Stan, yeah. Stan, Stanley takes a. Stanley takes a breath and, and just says, "I." Yep. I. I, I, cert- I certainly don't want to put anyone in danger for the tired doctor, but they do need someone. They do need a medical, a medical assistant. Uh, you, you and I both know that mining is simply no easy task. Of course, but uh, you know the the people who are partaking on this mining expedition they're doing so uh voluntarily the people who are stuck on this colony uh they didn't ask to be put here i mean uh, the woman who delivered uh, her child wasn't uh you know signed up for any kind of dangerous expedition she just thought she was living her life she needs a doctor to take care of her i'm, I'm afraid that has to take priority stanley then what are we going to do about the debate I, I'll, I'm going to be away. It could be two or three weeks, even more. I, 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 I only need to pick up shifts for Esmeralda. I don't need to be on call consistently for the next ten day. I can make a hole in the schedule around then. Uh, I know that it's not as good as having both of us on hand, but we would have come up with the same questions, I feel. You're right, you're right. I don't love the idea of handling the debate by myself, but it's better than just leaving it as a free-for-all. All right, so are you guys going to actually break out the dice and really try, you know, really try to force your will on your brother? I oh. I think is Stanley is... I think, yeah, I actually think Stanley is going to say... Because uh, we're, we're 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 fighting with each other like like the thing that we talked about earlier, right? Like yeah, it's like yeah, it's, doing it's the not thing. A, it's not super intense, but it's definitely yeah. It, you're like, it, come yeah. on, dude, stop, stop stop being shitty. Go on adventure. Right, yeah. So are you going to no man? Are you going to make an emotional appeal, or are you at, or you know like a, a, a hysterical feeling based ultimatum, which would be a social attack, or are you going to try and persuade him that this is actually the more logical common good thing using some kind of intellectual attack. Um, getting pigeonholed into this like Spock thing and not being able to use my bluster ability. Um, so that makes sense. I feel like my appeal here was somewhat emotional, talking about like the beeps and stuff. Right. Uh, well, what you do know, you give, feel? Give, give me a, okay, Lachlan, so you're, you're going to make an emotional appeal. Uh, you know, yeah. give me... Give me a big operatic one. Come on, I, guys, say stuff you can't take back. 
Yeah, say terrible stuff we can't take back. Awesome. I'm afraid <laughs> I just can't put the welfare of these reckless miners who signed up for this above uh, the lives of innocent pregnant women, Stanley. Bluster. All right. Uh, what do I get? I got to play it as it lies. All right. And, okay, so, Jose, what is, what is your – what's the argument you're making? Are you right. going to go for the intellectual or the – the social angle. I lost my dice. Um, <laughs> hmm, that's a really hard argument to counter. Yeah, but uh, he's actually <sighs> he's actually going to go. He's actually going to attempt to go uh, intellectual. Um, right. Listen, we can go, we can sit around here and, and try to make everyone and try to work on making people feel good. But this, this is the only practical way we can get forward with anything that we've we've been trying to set up to try to get any of our goals. You can't just you can't just do that just because maybe you feel bad about about walking out on your old mentor once. Oh, that's I good. Know, that I like sounds it. pretty pretty emotional. Yeah, it's actually a lot more emotional. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, so okay. emotional. Let's change. All that. right, so give me your roll. Let me. See. I I rolled and I got um, a thirteen. And I activated my bluster ability. Oh, All it's right. when you activate your bluster ability. Yeah. So gravity and, the, gravity and energy were the high ones. Your D6 uh, and your D8 were the high ones, Lachlan. Let me check. D6, D8. Oh, that's the only time that bluster activates, huh? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. No, so my, uh, my 10 were my high ones, so it's not germane. I okay. got... A three. Okay. <laughs> okay. One, two, and two. So, wow. All right. So that clearly that exchange clearly went Lachlan's way. Um, however, Lachlan is uh, Henry is Stanley's social inferior because he has fewer open uh, social hit point boxes. Let me double check. I've got nine social hit points. I thought I had more than him. You've got eight open ones. I've got you oh. down as having a point of social damage, and he's okay, got one social damage. Sorry, I just didn't oh, have that wait, on my sheet. No, he's yeah, only got yeah, no, seven no, no. open. Yeah, I've only got seven because even even with the even with the opportunist, uh, Henry should still have more. Yep. Okay. So, oh, this is gonna hurt. This is gonna. Mm-hmm. This is gonna hurt more than anything Apo's ever said. Oh. So, okay. Sorry, bro. Well, what was your uh, what was my runt? Yes, three, three. All right. Fortunately, ah. I didn't that well. All right. So yeah, that Jose, you're wounded. So you're gonna just stalk off and say, "Fine, stay at your hospital, help your friend." <laughs> fine, fine, fine. Like we do that. Yeah, he's yeah yeah yeah. That's actually what he does. He's like I, he goes I because because one one he's clearly. It, it, Henry's clearly made the most sense, even logically. He's got the stronger <laughs> argument. Two, now Stanley feels like crap <laughs> because literally, hey, pregnant women don't matter as much as these minors. Not quite, buddy. <laughs> so he, so he doesn't actually even go like, fine. He just simply just goes like, I, I, I'll speak to you later, and just walks, just walks away, like not like embarrassed, All sad, right. not even. Wanting to like even mm. acknowledge it. It's harsh. All right, and I think oh, we can break there. Me here. I, okay, cool. I know where you guys have gone, and I know what you've done, and I know where you're headed. So, all right. Uh, let's see the 
Did you guys succeed at stuff in the last session? It was really well, good. but it was, uh, it's it your call. A, yeah. You said, "Hey, let's do a character-focused one," and yeah. we, we were both really into that. We got, and I had a good well, time. for Progress Rise, we actually we we rediscovered Chilai. Uh, yep. We got to set up a debate. Yeah, we or, you know we, we we took steps forward. Okay, well, let's see what I'm going to offer, Lachlan. Lachlan, your character sheet is almost has almost every category filled. So if oh, you okay. just get a... Uh, I'll get like a number thing or something. An exploit that kicks in when gravity and harmony are your highest dice, you will have something in every category, right? All right, let me write that down. So you said an exploit... Well, I gotta gra- see what exploits I can offer. This would be... Uh, so this would be a red exploit... Gravity and harmony are highest. See what it does. I'm excited. All right. So yes, when gravity and harmony are the highest, let's see. Okay. Yeah, you could go for opportunist like your brother. Uh, Mm -hmm. You could go. Let's see. What do I want to offer? If I picked opportunist, you wouldn't be too hurt, would you? (laughs) Stanley. Hello? Oh, sorry. Oh, it's cool. Uh, Jose, I said if I did pick opportunist, depending on whether his other option is cooler, would would that would that be treading on your, your toes too much? Or? Nah. nah okay. that's fine. All right. So you could go for opportunist, or you could get another physical hit point. Hmm. You did. You did go through the spa, and you did feel ama- the the medical spa. And you do feel amazing. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, one, I don't want to take your opportunist. Two, I did just get shot in the chest, and I feel like this is going to be like a pattern of behavior. So yeah, I'm going to say um, I'll take another physical hit point. Um, I'm going to just say starting was eight because that's like the cap. I can only ever get sixteen. So uh, new permanent is nine, right? Yep. All Yay. right. Let me pop that on there then. So let's yeah. see. And for Jose, the gaps in your uh, character sheet are all fail-safes. So let's see. Let's find a good fail-safe. So if you fail a roll... Yeah, it would be... Mm, oh, hey. Should I give you a really good red fail-safe? Ooh, yeah, that'd be it? cool. <laughs> when the G- when the GM's like, "Ooh, wow! Should I should I offer you the really kick ass one?" <laughs> um, oh, although, all right, the two I'm looking at, uh, one is called one step ahead, and these won't okay. kick in a lot because you're. It would be for when you fail a roll and your lowest die is your D10. Okay. So that would be kind of rare. But right. the uh, the one I'm thinking of offering you is... Uh, oh, yeah, i got to go with Dignity. If someone okay. does social damage to you, they can't use exploits next round. Oh, that's yes. cool. That's not the kick-ass one I was looking at, but the kick-ass one I was looking at, I'm like, requires you to be like this calm, tranquil, sinister mastermind. And I'm like, that's just not Stanley. Not, not quite, no. I don't Stanley, feel like it fits That might be what Stanley is in his head. But that's <laughs> that's what you think you are. Alright, um, so yeah, you could take the dignity fail-safe or you could go for what? Let's say another social HP. 
you might need another social HP if our guys are going to be separated for three weeks. I'm actually going to go ahead and take dignity because I think that actually, I think after after essentially getting shamed by his brother, I think he needs it. I think you're probably right. All right. So with that, we've reached the end of the session, and uh, hopefully next week we won't have multiple dropped calls from each of us. So yeah, hopefully, hopefully. yeah. No, talk right. to well, you guys. Uh, editing this one together. Um, I'm free next week. I'll see you guys then. Termination Shock is released under Creative Commons non-commercial share-alike, no derivatives license. The music is courtesy of the Muse Open website and is a U.S. military band playing Holst's The Planets, The Jupiter Suite. This has been Termination Shock. <laughs>